Welcome back to the Kickin' Post Podcast, episode 41. Looking forward to the UFC 268 card. Am I right? I mean, Am I I'm right? looking forward to it. Am I I'll right? be off too. Yeah, I'm going to be off in time for it as well. Huge card. Madison Square Garden card. Bringing us a couple of rematches that we've been looking forward to for a few months. The Usman Covington 2 for the welterweight belt. Uh, Wei Lee Rose. Uh, I was going to say the weight class belt. But I don't even freaking remember. Um, wait. Yes. And then the huge, the huge opener on this, uh, confirmed opener on this card for the pay-per-view opener. Gaethje versus Chandler, a fight we've been asking for for ever since they allowed Chandler to enter the UFC. So how you feeling today, Otto, about all these matchups coming on Saturday? No, I'm pretty excited. Like, I think this is like one of the last biggest cards of the year mm-hmm. like if you if you look forward to Oliver Poirier I mean next one you really you really don't get something crazy crazy until uh, January 22nd and then you get in Ghana that's right um, I just had a freaking like fighter jet fly over my house that's just gonna be in the recording but it's all good one take that's all we do <laughs> um so starting off with the, the the opener, which is crazy that it's an opener. I'm uh, glad they did that the, shit to get us hyped. Match three and the match four. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, who do you, who do you have? I mean, I I think I got Justin Gaethje. I know he hasn't been in the ring for a very long time, but I'm not always super impressed with Michael Chandler. I I mean, he talks a lot of game, and he backs it up. I mean, he clipped Oliveira. Uh, I didn't think he was really worthy of a title shot to begin with. Neither of us did. Um, so, I, I'm going with Justin Gaethje. Um, heavy hands, the human highlight. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with Justin Gaethje. He's a Vegas favorite too right now at negative 210 as well. I feel like he has the right tools to counteract to Chandler. I feel like he feels very disrespected that the division's kind of moved past him after he was the last guy to fight could fight Khabib before you know he hung it all up I feel like they just kind of ran past him like he wasn't just the contender in that division I feel like he's going to come out and try to to put on a show um but I feel like as win puts him right up there so yeah for sure if he wins he's right back in the mix but next yeah there's no way he's not but I feel like it's a great fight to open the card just for how explosive it can be and I'm gonna rock with Gaethje on this one for sure I feel like he's been disrespected um and I have a parlay I'm gonna have going for this card but I'm definitely picking my boy on this one he would be added to the parlay I'm confident enough to have him in there yeah um and like I said like that one being the opener on the card is really really strange to me because usually I, I thought this would have been the third uh fight because mm-hmm. I've never really even seen these other people fight. I mean, I've seen <laughs> Frankie Edgar. I've seen Marlon Vera. I've seen Marlon Vera uh, as well. That's match three. Excuse me. But the the people before that, Shane Burgos and Billy Quarantillo. Yeah, Quarantillo. Um, I've never seen either of them fight, so I really don't have an opinion uh, on uh, what they got going on. It looks like um, Burgos is a big takedown guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, obviously, I think I'd, I'd favor him. Just personally, that's what I like. Other than Max, Max is a completely different story. I like Max not only for his fighting style, but for who he is outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. But like, I really respect like 
the wrestlers, even though it's not the most flashy thing, or but people who can get a finish uh, while wrestling. So I, I, I'm going with that guy. I'm going with that guy. Give me the wrestler guy. Um, yeah. Again, when I don't know much about a fighter, I try to go back through and see the people he's fought previously. Um, also, check out some of the stats like reach, uh, fighting style. And um, like you said, the wrestler does have the reach advantage. I am trying to observe to see who are people he's fought in the past. Um, I am leaning towards Burgos as well. He is a Vegas favorite. I think it's negative 165. No, negative 195, but I do feel with that reach advantage and, and the skills he possesses on the ground, he'll be able to take care of a Billy Quarantillo, but I feel like I've seen Quarantillo fight before. I, like, I may have too. I mean, I've That name sounds very familiar. Over, over the last couple of years, but like, he, 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 he wasn't memorable enough for me to remember him. So I got you. really bad, but that is what it is, you know? I'm looking at the last few fights he's had, and it's nobody really recognizable. I think he hasn't really faced any serious competition. Um, this might be his biggest test so far. Well, not might. This is definitely his biggest test so far to see if he belongs under the bright lights. Um, and now I'm going back to check Burgos's uh, level of competition over the last few fights and see where he stacked up. He's coming off a loss, by the way, too, so... Burgos, we should keep that in mind and us picking him. But Burgos's last fight was Barboza, and he got TKO'd in the first round. Yes. And Barboza's no slouch, so I mean, he has already faced better competition. He faced Nick Swanson as well. Okay, so in my opinion, oh, he also faced Cater in 2018. Calvin Cater. Yeah. Yes. Probably got smoked. Uh, it's saying KO, but it doesn't say who won. Let me see. I, I'm still leaning with Burgos because based on competition, he's faced better competition. Um, They make this app so hard to read, bro. Um, It doesn't matter. If yeah, Cater, Cater, Cater smoked Calvin him. Cater beat him. Yeah, but he smoked him. Calvin Cater smoked point. him in the third round. You're rocking Burgos. I'm rocking Burgos, Burgos. Well, but I'm not adding him to my parlay. I don't know enough about him. I'm leaving yeah. him out. Um, we was listening to the next one. Um, and honestly, this one definitely deserves, I, I think, to be on the main card. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, Frankie Edgar has a lot of history in the UFC. And uh, Marlon Vera is coming up like pretty quickly. Um, I believe he he's the one who toe-kicked uh, my yeah. boy Sean O'Malley. He is. Um, and that was a. Yeah, it's still ban bantamweight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and it, I mean, other than that, like, he he went on to face Aldo, and then another guy after losing to Aldo. Let's see, Davy Grant. <laughs> mm. Um. But I mean, he he was up and coming very quickly. Like that was a, definitely a highlight win uh, over O'Malley. Even it was super super fluky. Uh, but Frankie Edgar is definitely the wrestler. I'm kind of rocking with Frankie. Like, Let's I know go. His chin his chin Let's is so go. weak though. Let's go. I'm throwing Frankie. Frankie too. I'm throwing Frankie in the parlay as well. Plus 145 underdog. Just get it to the ground and then 
keep him on the ground, Frankie. Score those points, man. I haven't been a strong believer in the Marlon Vera train recently. Um, personally, I feel like that fight against O'Malley without that toe kick. I know it's a part of the game, and you know it was a it was. I don't know if it's lucky or a, a targeted hit, but I believe O'Malley was handily dealing with him before that happened. Um, and just that that struck that one strike changed the fight for him. Um, and without it, I feel like he would have been in for a rough night against O'Malley. Um, I thought Frank Yeager has enough in the tank, number eight ranked, to, to put him away. And I'm surprised it's positive odds on a Frankie Edgar, but is he coming off of a loss? Yeah, I think Yeah, so. he is coming off of a loss, so that's partially what it is. This is a very um, career-defining fight for Frankie, Frankie Edgar, um, a crossroad fight. We like to oh, talk yeah. about... I think he's he got knee to the face by uh, Corey. Mm. Mm. Okay. So that was a crazy knockout. Yeah, it's one of those things where it decides a lot for Frankie Edgar going for it because he's not a young fighter anymore. But I feel like he will step up to the challenge, and Marlon Vera will still have to wait his turn again to get back in the mix because, man. I I think I think Edgar's gonna show up for this one, and I like the plus odds on him as well. So as of right now, you said you're adding him to the parlay. Yeah. You got minus two ten Gaethje, and then a one four plus one forty five Frankie Edgar mm-hmm. loses into the first title fight of the night. Let's it go. feels like we're flying through this card right now. Yeah, we'll uh, have a lot to say about these two though. These two and the next two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be on. I already know we're gonna be on two separate sides of that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Shout out my boy Jake Kamo too gr- because he he has a real life bet with me on these two fights. Got you. Well, hopefully hopefully uh, he wins them. You know. <laughs> um, you know I'm rocking with the Chinese nationality. You know, my girl Wei Li. Got we're, to. We're not disagreeing on that one then. You know. Got to. I'm on the side no, of Wei Li as saying, well. I'm not saying this one. I'm saying the next. Oh one. yeah, yeah. The next one we definitely gonna disagree. We're going to disagree heavy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Whaley got slept last time, man. Kicked, up kick to the face. Not up kick. Uh, roundhouse kick to the face. Mm-hmm. Oof. It was nasty. Put her lights out. It was she nasty. She didn't even know. She thought she was still fighting. Yeah. She thought she was still standing up. So, well, you stopped the fight for her. She was, she was upset. Oof. I don't know why. She was sleeping. She woke up. If you if you went to sleep and woke up, there's the no way. There's no way you think you sleep. like you took a nap in the middle of the fight and you think you could just get back up and, and, and get back to it. Yeah, that was that was like uh, I think we talk about it every time Shevchenko fights. Mm-hmm. How she set up the kick. Um, she was doing these body kicks, body kicks, and then she went high one time and then it was over. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what Rose was doing. She was she was she was chopping at that leg, throwing the feints. She was doing the upper body feints as well to let her think about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whaley went to check it. Oof. Straight up top. Yeah. And it slipped. Every time they show that thing in slow motion, I get excited. Just the way the foot, like, slipped right past her guard, like, an inch more in, and she would have blocked it. But her guard was just moving at the right time, and that foot just crossed it, and it just connected clean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Electric. And, uh, the odds for this fight actually have Whaley as a slight, slight, slight favorite. Um, they're both negative odds, but really? Whaley is minus 115, and Rose is minus 105. And I think that really shows, because, you know, Vegas knows all. I mean, it's sure funny, Vegas. because on the UFC website, it's flipped. 
Oh really? Well, I'm, yeah. I'm just going off ESPN odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just think it's interesting that it's like that close that it could be, you know. Because maybe it opened uh, at as that on people, UFC. Yeah. As people bet, you know, it, it flip flops every however long. You could probably double money line this thing, you know. Yeah, for real. At, at some point through through when they announced it to, to today, you probably could have double money lined it. Yeah. Uh, not for much, much profit unless you put like a million. <laughs> you know, a little ten foul on each side. Yeah, so like, I think that like just really attests to like how close this fight is going to be. I don't think by any means it'll be like uneven, or even it. I, I guarantee it'll be out by knockout. Really? I don't think it'll be. You don't think first. it's gonna be a fight like a, a long, a, a battle? Mm. It's not gonna be a battle. Somebody's gonna go out. Rose doesn't go. Rose don't go the distance now. Hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. Not in a five round. So if you're doing Wei Li, are you doing Wei Li by decision, or are you doing Wei Li by within five rounds? Um, within five rounds. Okay, so you think it ends before the bell? Okay. That's that's the struggle I've been on because this one I would add Wei Li to the parlay, which my parlay stops here. I don't really like betting negative, high negative championship fights, um, unless it's like Valentina. And then even then, I try to do a little prop bet on her, but yeah, like decide how she wins. Or, yeah, like or which round she within wins two in. rounds, within three rounds by knockout by submission. Um, but yeah, this is where my parlay would end. I'm riding Whaley just on the money line, and I do believe that it will be a very different fight compared to the first fight. Um, I don't know what adjustments Whaley will have made because again, that fight ended pretty quickly. Um, I don't know if she's going to be less reactionary to the feints that Rose offers, Rose speed, because the feints were really quick ones, and Whaley's a very stationary fighter, so I'm not sure if an adjustment would be made there. I do believe she's a heavy, heavier hitter than Rose, but I think Rose has a better ground game than Whaley. Um, I would love to see a battle, like a full five rounds going at it. You know, something like Ortega and Volkanovski gave us, but of course, a little bit more, more competitive. Like yeah, Whaley and um, Joanna. Yeah, where it's a little bit or more even, competitive or for even all five Joanna rounds. Joanna and Rose, the second one. Joanna and Rose, the second one. That as well, right? I'd like to see Another something battle. like that, but I think I'm leaning more on the side of what you're saying, where it will end within it, and I feel like Whaley's gonna try to get a revenge with a putting her out. So I'm gonna yeah, go third, third round knockout. Minute twenty left on the clock. Whaley's Ooh. gonna put her lights okay. out, calling the time. I like that. Mystic Auto, you know how we Mystic Auto. I rock with it. I, I'm rocking with Whaley as well by knockout as like a fun prop bet. Um, but my parlay is gonna consist of Whaley, Frankie Edgar, and Gaethje for sure. That's the three parlay I'm probably gonna rock with. I'll give you guys odds at the end of the podcast when I when I actually make it out on Hard Rock Sportsbook, which not a sponsor, but the first sports book that's been legal in Florida. So we're messing with that a little bit more now. Yeah. Bump the Bogotas. illegally bet. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We were giving never, you all those bets for never. the for the states that were legal. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> question. But, yeah, no I'll questions. give you all that parlay at the end of the thing. But I feel like it's going to be an electric fight. I'm excited that they're able to get it on, especially on this Madison Square Garden card with this next big fight with, you know, you know, Otto's Mr. Kobe, but with the Nigerian Nightmare. Those two with the part Kobe, two. my dog. Yes. Listen, I don't like Kobe as a person. <laughs> I like how you have to come out. I don't really mess with what he be talking about. <laughs> like, that ain't, 
got nothing to do with anything when it comes like after, that, that's all for to sell fights and whatever oh, i yeah. guarantee he can't honestly be like that like outside i mean it's possible bro it, there's people like, like just, that outside yeah i know i know but i feel like i feel like he does it to sell fights mm-hmm. um you gotta like he's like 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 connor i feel like at connor's house he probably not like how he is in, in the media you know like people people are different for different times right. and i believe let me, let me not even get into all this stuff but i think <laughs> going into the fifth round of the last fight i don't give a fuck that colby's jaw was broken i think that that fight that that score going into the fifth round was 2-2 okay and i've rewatched that fight nine times I put that shit on when I'm bored. It was a great fight. That's how good that fight. That's how good that shit was. Like it was a good fight. Yeah. And Kobe had like so much momentum in the second round, and they stopped. He, he said it was a low kick when it clearly wasn't a low kick. Like it hit him in the stomach, mm-hmm. and I think he was hurt, and that's why he called for it. He's like, ah, oh, he, he hit me. He hit me in my nuts or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. nah, he ain't hit you in the nuts, bro. Come on. He it was a tactical, you know. Oh yeah. Um, so I think go, go going into this fight, it's going to be a war. Like, okay, you put out you put out Masvidal, you put out Burns, whatever. Kobe gave you your biggest, he did. biggest fight. He did give him the biggest challenge. I will not and argue at that. Plus two fifty. I'm taking those odds. I'm not betting on a minus three ten in a, in, a, in a fight that could go either way. Yeah. Give, give me in a fifty fifty. Give give me the dog. And Kobe's a dog, man. Kobe is Come on a dog. now. Kobe is a dog. I will say He's this. He's an asshole, but he a dog, though. I will say this. His gas tank is something that I always admire when I see that man fight. Just the level of pressure he's able to keep up, especially in that last fight against Woodley that I saw him perform and just work Woodley over. I was like, this man doesn't get tired. Um, I will not bet against the Nigerian Nightmare anymore. Um... I've been on the opposite end of the fence being like, okay, he's a great fighter, but when he beat Woodley, I was like, that was a very boring fight. Um, the first time he fought Masvidal, when Masvidal did on like seven days notice, I felt like he didn't take advantage of the situation like you would expect somebody who was having a whole training camp to fight, but you know, he was fighting for a different type of fighter at the time. Um, against Gilbert Burns, I watched him get rocked, right? And I was like, Gilbert Burns just didn't know how to capitalize on that situation. So I kept trying to make excuses for why this man was winning fights and why I couldn't watch him. But just the performances against a guy like Kobe, um, the second performance against Masvidal, um, just the reign of terror he's been on lately and just how massive he looks for that division on fight night. And I'm I'm not saying he hasn't gotten better. Yeah. But like just at those odds, like I guarantee you Kobe's been putting in that work too. Oh yeah, 100%. He, he ain't been doing nothing. Like he probably didn't even train for Tyron Woodley. Like who does? Jake Paul probably didn't even train to beat up Tyron Woodley either. Right, which his fight got confirmed against Tommy Fury coming in December. Just as a side note, that'll, that'll be something interesting to talk about in the future. But he's finally going against somebody who's a quote-unquote boxer. So, um, But back to this fight this weekend. I feel like... Usman still has too much for him on feet. I want to see it go to the ground, man. They they both know each other. They both know each other too good on the ground. 
Like that would be like seeing Khabib and his boy. Uh, yeah, Makachev. Just be Dan Hooker. Makachev. That'd be like them fighting. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Like what would happen? Would would they take him down? Like Khabib's the most dominant ever at, at that specific fighting style. Yeah, like at that discipline, there's nobody. And like Makachev him. might be the second best of all time. For real, at that discipline, it's crazy. So like we might have to throw boy Ortega like, in there though. I mean, I know it's different weight class, but the stuff yeah, I see that that's more that, but that's more sub stuff. Yeah, that's more sub stuff. Yeah, but like, would they just throw that out? The, like, we just gonna stand up the whole time? No, you gotta go to go to what's you're truly good at. I think and see who's better. And, and Colby can outbox. He can outbox Tyron Woodley. He can do as many level changes he wants on Robbie Lawler. He can do spinning back kicks against Robbie. Well, you're not going to do all that fancy stuff against against Usman. Just try and do what you do best. That's true. I think that's a fair point to make. But will they do it? I doubt it strongly. Like, y- y'all not John Jones. Like, y- you don't need to beat them at, at their game. Beat them at your game. But both of them are just so good at that discipline, though. Oh, no. I mean, shit, I, I really haven't seen him, like, Usman do it other than that... Like, that absolutely dominant performance against Woodley mm-hmm. like I've really never seen him on the ground like that I mean he's not doing anything submission but I mean he bullied the crap out of Masvidal in Abu Dhabi on that seven days yeah, notice I mean a lot of it was pinning him against the fence but he and stepping on his toes yeah that's not that's not on the ground you're right you want to see who will and, and when he was on the ground Masvidal was punching his ass that is true that is true so, if the odds were even, would you still be riding with Kobe? No. <laughs> okay. So, it's legit just the fight was so close and they made the odds so I'm spread. I'm definitely rooting for Kobe, but I probably, if the odds were closer, if it was like how Whaley's and Rose's, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm taking the champ. Like, <laughs> Okay. If, if the odds are like that, but they're not. All right. So, again, shout out how to often do, How often do I root for the champ? Oh. I, I'd honestly be very curious to see. How many times I actually bet on the champ? You could probably go back and check that. I'm looking at um Hard Rock Hard Rock's sports book. They don't even have the um Edgar Vera fight available to be bet on right now. Um and then Whaley Rose, they have Rose at plus one hundred. That's that's crazy. Um so I'm not even gonna try to build the parlay on there right now. Um but Looking at those odds, for me, if I was going to bet on that fight, it would be more of a, will it end within five or will it go the distance? And I would definitely bet on it to end within five. Um, Do they not have a, they don't even have a, the boys on there either. Who? Cool. Did you say that? Vera. No, they don't have a, unless I'm just missing it. They don't got the other two boys. Oh yeah, they there. don't have Gaethje Chandler either. Yeah, they don't have. Yeah, they gotta bring that shit up. No, they're they're. I guess it's probably not just completely updated yet, or they're just trying to protect their money because <laughs> the odds are super mm-hmm. close on those guys. But um, I don't. I'm not going to bet against Usman anymore. I've made that mistake enough times in the last. <laughs> but you're not betting against Colby though. Um, the odds are too spread out. Again, I, if I was betting on it, I would have to put money they, on they, Usman you know, within five. Like, huh? Listen, free money is free money though, right? I don't like negative 300 odds, bro. I don't. You know how many times I've been on negative 300 odds and lost? That's the thing. Like Literally never. 
I'm 100% hit ratio. Sorry to my boy say less, but them Bengals was like negative what? Thousand. Negative a lot last week against Mike White. Got torched. Mike White's jersey's hanging in the in the Hall of Fame right now. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Mike wanna, White. Want to know whose jersey not in the Hall of Fame? Burroughs. Burrow. Yeah, we're not trying to th- throw no shade, but I mean, yes, I am. It is what it is, right? Don't lose to the Jets now. Come on now. Uh, tonight's hey, gonna be a I fun night. Speaking stat. of <laughs> wild stat, uh, the Jets have more wins over 500 and above teams than the Bucks do. Oh snap! Because they beat yeah. Because mm-hmm. they Ain't beat that crazy. Oh my gosh! Bucks Bucks are cakewalk. Because they beat the Titans and they beat Burrow. The Bengals now. So just just let that sit in. It, it, Mike White has the same amount of wins against 500 teams as Tom Brady. Bro. And he, and he, in games allotted, he has the most passing yards. Sheesh. Sheesh. As in, like, since, from the minute he started that, yeah. from that week, he's had the most passing yards. Can't can't say it's a lie. Can't say it's a lie. Somebody cashed out more than he cashed out by playing the game, by betting him oh, to yeah. be the passing yards leader. Which you have this suspicion that it was him. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you said you feel like he put a thousand on himself which obviously illegal and probably wasn't him but like who else would be putting a thousand on mike white to lead the nfl in passing yards in his first start in week eight who else would do that An idiot unless An idiot or a genius he definitely hit like his dad and was like papa believe in me or like he he, he got to somebody yeah, in his watch, family he, hey yo watch what i'm about to do on sunday He's like, yeah, watch this. I'm about to go off. I'm feeling dangerous. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way it was just like some random man. It was like, oh, Mike White? Ah, nice. Little little bet of the day. Um, like, like Amal said, Hard Rock Sportsbook has um, these certain boosts for s- certain props. And the, the prop of the day is going to be, as listed, Magic Mike. Mike White to throw 280 plus yards and two touchdowns this tonight on Thursday night. Uh, this might not come out right away. No, it's coming um, out right away. I'm making sure it comes out right away. Right, it's coming out right away. Yeah. Um, I got I, I got the Colts winning, but I got the Jets covering ten and a half. Okay. My prop that I'm more confident in is a JT prop that's also boosted twenty percent, I think, or twenty five percent. It's for JT to rush for a hundred yards tonight and get a rushing touchdown. That's it. I feel like against the Jets defense, it's a pretty it's a pretty solid chance. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is the usage of Marlon Mack. Which I feel like will be re- reduced because he's the trade deadline has passed, so there's no way for them to trade him anymore. Um, and I'm not sure how many Hines touches we'll see, but I feel like JT's bound to break a big one, and the rushing touchdown is is in the cards in my opinion. So I like that one a lot, and I also have the Colts winning, but I don't think they cover ten and a half. I actually teased it in a parlay to have them cover eight and a half. I think that's more realistic. Um, but yeah, that's that's my that's my thinking on tonight's Thursday night game as well. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. They they might cover eight and a half, but I mean, I don't know. You think? I don't, I don't think so. If you had to tease got, it, if you, you know had what? to tease it, which I, I got the Jets winning outright. Like I completely switched my my pick for real. Jets Hell dub? no. Okay. Hell no. But what number would I think the Jets score more than seventeen points tonight? Though you do, you did say that. You did say that. Um, I feel like that's very likely as well. 
Mike White is too explosive, man. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's likely that they do score more than 17 points, but I, I strongly believe the Colts will be up by a touchdown and a field goal. I didn't like 10 and a half, but I, I was very comfortable teasing it to eight and a half. If it was 10, maybe I'd say they cover. But the, the point five is just, I don't I don't think they win by two touchdowns. And I don't think it's like fluky enough that they, they kick two field goals and a touchdown. You know? Yeah, but it's just like weird, weird like sports math. It's just like I don't like it. How do you feel about it? Like, Tease to eight and a half, though. Do you like eight and a half? Not really. Okay. So I mean, what, what's your number that's like, that's still that like, you're comfortable with? Six and a half. Okay, so you would only you tease it down to six and a half. Yeah, I think they win by a touchdown. Okay, fair. Yeah, I think that 20, 27 to twenty. Twenty-seven to twenty. What? Twenty-eight to twenty. Yeah, 20, 27 to twenty. No, I'm tripping. I'm sorry. They're going to score more than 17. They're going to score 21. It's going to be 28 to 21. And they win by seven. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, they are not even allowing you to tease it down to six and a half on the sports book, which is wild. I have I have, I have, have them at three and a half, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, but you have like a teaser teaser, right? It's not like a yeah, single you bet. You can't. You, yeah, you can't single bet tease, but you can... You can partlet, you can regular te- teaser. It. Yeah, well, I single bet tease the spread to eight and a half. Which so you bought points. Yeah, yeah, I did because I feel like it was good odds. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a more fun game than people expect tonight. Um, I'm hearing a lot about the Colts defense from people I've talked to, but I'm I feel very confident that watching Mike White's tape, man, that ball comes off with some zip. I feel like he's playing carefree. He knows it's not his job to lock down. Um, there's, I mean, benching him could happen this week because they have Flacco, but it's still a short week. So he's playing with house money and he's just going to sling that thing. Um, he, they will be missing Corey Davis, which will be a, a little bit of a, you know, a negative towards him. But if you saw how he played last week, he really utilized the running backs. He used the Ty Johnson a lot, used uh, Michael Carter a lot. Both those guys went for over 170 receiving together. Um... Jamison Crowder had a decent day as well. He will be there. They plan to throw Denzel Mims out there, Braxton Berrios. Um, use Ryan Griffin, their tight end, which I think he did hit for a touchdown last week. So he still has weapons that he's familiar with. There just will be no Corey Davis most likely tonight. So stay tuned for that. Um, but I do think it will not be enough. And if I was to give you a score a prediction, I'm going 20 to 30. Colts. Twenty to thirty. Yeah. All I heard is fifty to zero Jets. Um. Anyway, thank you guys for the support. <laughs> uh, all right, 30, 30, 20 Colts is a mouth pick. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for all the support. Um. We kind of been shifting towards a lot of betting. Uh, talk in our free time so maybe we'll we'll give you guys some YouTube player props is, and stuff on on YouTube for sure. We're trying to get yeah, some stuff sorted like with our game right capture. Now, like, yeah, it's, it's been rough, but we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. I'll be back with um, more fantasy content, too, as well. It's not over. Um, I'll probably give you all a, a, a video before Sunday's games about setting some lineups in DFS, especially Sunday night, Sunday day only DFS lineup and what I did with my Thursday through Sunday lineup. Um, I'm definitely planning to make that. I'll probably make that tonight, actually. So there'll be something up on the YouTube channel before Sunday. And then we'll get you guys some player prop stuff going forward. Probably some fun prop bets uh, with Hard Rock making their, their app for Florida. 
there will be there will be a little bit of just you know responsible nice. responsible no no oh way. gosh okay well for me responsible at least <laughs> um you know fun fun best to throw out there in front of parlays we're just trying to have a little just bit kidding, of fun guys. we're trying to have a little bit of fun and we'll get back to y'all with some madden videos and all of that as soon as we can figure this elgato capture card stuff so we'll be right there soon and on that note all right y'all boys 